his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. You are entering the news vault from KCBS Radio. Flames and the smoke. I have a tape recorder in my hand. Now, nobody would think of doing that. Newsmen were blocking the door. It worked for a couple of seconds. Bringing the sounds of history back to life. Here is your host, Stan Bunger. You know, California is infamous for its droughts, but in 1986, it wasn't dry weather we were talking about. It was quite the opposite. A massive and epic set of floods. You know, it began to rain on February 11th in Northern California. It was the first of a series of what people often call Pineapple Express storms. Nowadays, we would call it an atmospheric river, a storm system that just pulls in amazing amounts of moisture from a long line of clouds streaming from the Pacific Ocean south of Hawaii. As I said, it began to rain on February 11th, let up for a day or so, and then a bigger and wetter storm hit on Valentine's Day, February 14th. And then it really began to rain on the 17th. And the 17th through 20th of February 1986 were epic and perhaps uh, record-setting moisture falling out of the sky. Federal meteorologists did an average of northern Sierra weather stations and compiled numbers that showed more than 27 inches of rain fell, 339% of normal. They found all-time record stream flows on the Russian River, the Napa River, the Lower Sacramento, the American, the Kasumnas, and the McKellemy River. At one point, the Russian River in Guerneville was 17 feet above flood stage. 30,000 acres flooded in the Delta, a levee broke on the Yuba River and flooded nearly 10,000 acres and jeopardized 25,000 or more people in the towns of Olivehurst and Linda. We had slides that closed down all lanes of Interstate 80 at Truckee. We had a shutdown of the westbound California Zephyr passenger train service because of a rock slide in the Sierra. All in all, a real mess and dangerous, too. And it's important to note that back in 1986, the technology that we now have for weather forecasting simply didn't exist. Computer models weren't as good then as they are now. They didn't have the distance to them. They couldn't look as far out on the ocean and see things. They couldn't forecast as many hours in advance. There was no Doppler radar in 1986. So a lot of this was done flying blind and reacting in real time. What you'll hear in this file from the KCBS News Vault is a collection of pieces by KCBS reporters from the week of February 17th to 21st, 1986. We have, among others, reporters Barry Simmons, Mike Sugarman, Ken Bastida, Jerry Wilcox, Lynn Jimenez, and Wayne Jordan featured in this piece. The emotions and anxieties are running as high as the Petaluma River itself. Local and government officials gathered this afternoon at the Petaluma City Hall with Congresswoman Barbara Boxer and representatives of the Army Corps of Engineers. Many of the flood victims also attended. Boxer believes there are several options now to head off future flooding of the Petaluma, go for the major project designed to cope with the 100-year flood or something less, designed for a 50-year flood. She favors the latter. She also favors a cost-sharing plan combining local and federal funds, and she promised to sleep on what she heard today and then gather with the Corps of Engineers next week for future talks and at the same time push in Congress for federal funding. Mark Mannion, whose home suffered heavy flood damage this week, says he's moving to higher ground. 
his eight-year-old son was the reason. When we were preparing to evacuate on, on short notice, he uh, looked up to me with uh, a very frightened expression on his face and said, Daddy, can we please move? And at that point, I said, yes, I promise you, son, we're not going to be here next winter. Another flood victim shouted, if the United States can build military bases overseas, then it can spend money here at home to help people in trouble. In Petaluma, Barry Summons, New 74, KCBS. There was a high tide early Friday afternoon, and so far, so good. That's the word from George Spencer in the state flood management office. The uh, information that uh, we've been provided uh, so far, uh, everything is in the, in the Delta is under control. The uh, local districts are... Uh, doing whatever sandbagging and, and other works necessary to maintain their, their levee integrity. Flood stage in the Delta is 12.5 feet. The water went as high as 12.47. Little Mandeville Island, a tiny unpopulated island, has flooded, but it floods very easily. It's not considered a problem. We're also told that the water levels have been gradually dropping in the Delta. Jerry Wilcox, News 74, KCBS. Flying over Highway 5, one of the main north-south links in California. You can't even see pavement. It has become a virtual stream, the entire highway for miles. Just north of the city of Lodi, the only thing you can see is a bridge sticking up over the brown, mucky water. And when you do see pavement, there are no cars on it. It's been closed for several miles, north and south. Normally, bright, rich, green farmland is covered with that brown muck, too. And you can see several islands that are still partially submerged. And where the San Francisco Bay meets the Pacific Ocean two miles out, there is a stark line of brown water meeting the blue. And you can really see just how much mud and gunk has flowed out through the delta these past several days. Mike Sugarman for CBS News over the Sacramento Delta. Although most of the streets are dry and it has not rained all day, the troubles in the Russian River area are far from over. Residents are going about the slow process of cleaning their homes or what's left of them. About a dozen cottages on the riverbanks were swept away by the swift-flowing waters. All that remains are some stairs and plumbing. Some houses were lifted from their foundations. Others are listing to one side. Still others are inundated with mud. For the people who live here, it is depressing indeed. Just totaled. Everything I owned was stored in there, and it's, uh, all you can do is say, well, time to start over. It's definitely the worst I've ever seen. We have more houses involved this time and more areas. Now, we had a lot of mudslides in 82, but all oh, this time we've got water damage in nearly all of them. The Red Cross is surveying the damage and will continue to do so throughout the weekend. Some people have complained that they should have been given more warning. Others are just happy to be alive. In Guerneville, Barbara Taylor, News 74, KCBS. It was a meeting where Congresswoman Barbara Boxer and representatives of the Army Corps of Engineers heard repeated pleas from those forced from their homes. Tame the Petaluma River so there will never again be the devastating floods of 82, 83, and now 86 that swept the lowlands in the Petaluma Plain. Congresswoman Boxer says we will find a solution. There are a couple of ways to go. You could go for a major project that's designed for the 100-year flood, um, or you could go for something less. You could go for a something designed for a 50-year flood. I consider that to be a pretty major improvement. Uh, at this point, we may go for the whole thing, and the, the exciting thing I heard today is there's a willingness to cost share. Meaning local and federal funding, but most flood victims came away from this afternoon's meeting in a skeptical mood, believing the bureaucratic maze would be a bigger adversary than the uncontrollable Petaluma River. Growled one man, the bureaucrats. All talk and no action.
In Petaluma, Barry Simmons, New 74, KCBS. The sound of helicopters can be heard all over this area, and the sound of tears, too. Marion and George McBride are in their golden years, enjoying their retirement in a mobile home in the town of Linda. This flood has changed all that. They lost everything. We lost all our cameras and pictures and my grandfather clock and everything that George had built. And we hurried and scurried around just got practically what got, we got on our back in a couple of changes of underwear and run out. And the brides are trying to reach their daughter in San Jose and trying to keep the tears from flowing as fast as the water that poured from the levee on Thursday night. In Marysville, Lynn Jimenez, New 74, KCBS. It seems as if when you look at Northern California from the air, it seems nothing but water. We saw it up in Sonoma County earlier this week when the entire community of Guerneville and others along the Russian River were inundated. This looks almost the same, just as bad, just as wet, and just as dangerous. No one knew last night what to expect when that levee broke and a shopping mall, the roof of which you can only see at this moment, was uh, set into a state of panic as people tried to rush their way out of there, literally run for their lives into their cars before they were drowned. Fortunately, it looks as if uh, most of the people at the shopping mall did get out. Several of the major roads in town are inundated with water, impassable. A shopping center is, or excuse me, a, uh, a uh, housing development also inundated with rushing water, the brown slime that we've seen just too much of in Northern California this week. Above Linda, California, Bob Melrose, New 74, KCBS. Santa Clara Valley Water District officials report that nearly all of the county reservoirs topped off during the week. In fact, according to spokesman Jim Melton, it couldn't have come at a better time. Well, Lexington and most of other reservoirs uh, were pretty dry from uh, the, the dry winter we've had and until just last week. And then, of course, it only takes about uh, one to two or three days for these reservoirs to fill up. And, of course, Lexington did ultimately fill and, and spill, uh, meaning that uh, it was at capacity and water uh, going safely past the dam down the spillway. Water District officials say this is the real silver lining from this whole storm, that now even Anderson Reservoir, the county's largest, will have adequate water for drinking and irrigation right through the summer and well into next year. In the Santa Clara County Bureau, Ken Bastida, New 74, KCBS. Gene Metcalf owns the Eat and Run Donut Shop in Marysville, a town that was spared from this flood. He's been here since 1947. He remembers the Great Flood of 65. And he knows that this area will take care of its own in the wake of this disaster. They get all their personal problems and they all pull together to help other people, which you don't find all over the country anymore. Too many people is thinking of themselves and not of their neighbors. Metcalf says people here aren't rich in material goods, but they always share what they can. And he says, never mind the few bad apples that may have looted some homes. He knows the people here are good, and he wouldn't live anywhere else, flood or no flood. In Marysville, Lynn Jimenez, News 74, KCBS. Governor George Dukmajian choppered into Sutter County Airport for a tour of Yuba County and a briefing on the damage done by the levee break that drove 24,000 people from their homes. He's already declared the county a state disaster area, but felt a trip here would be useful. Basically, to be well uh, informed as to exactly what the situation is, what's needed, 
and uh, to find out if there's anything else that we can do to be of assistance. He called the mini ocean he saw on his trip up a tragic scene. The governor then flew to Beale Air Force Base to talk to evacuees. Duke Magian has asked for federal aid for Yuba County, but noted a lot of federal assistance already has been provided, including a half million dollars in rescue missions from the Air National Guard, the Army Corps of Engineers' work on the levees, and the food, shelter, and medical care provided by Beale Air Force Base for between four and 5,000 people who sought refuge there. In Marysville, Lynn Jimenez, News 74, KCBS. The weak storm has generated support for the long-stalled Auburn Dam project in the state legislature. Assemblyman Robert Naylor feels now is the time to get the assembly to pass a resolution asking the federal government to fund completion of the dam located 35 miles northeast of Sacramento. The uh, failure to complete the Auburn Dam has subjected uh, residents of Sacramento and of the Delta to unnecessary risks uh, in these flooding situations. Uh, a lot of the pressure on the American River portion of Sacramento, as well as uh, the added water that was put into the Delta, uh, because the Folsom Dam had to release that additional water, would have been avoided with the Auburn Dam. I think we need to go back and, uh, and complete that project, which was phase two of the flood control plan for the American River. The price tag for completing the dam exceeds $3 billion, but Naylor contends it can have positive cost benefits in times of drought. The dam completion was stalled by an earthquake in 1975 and has raised environmental questions ever since. This is Wayne Jordan, News Radio 74, KCBS. Just north of Lodi, and the only thing you can see of Highway 5 for several miles is a bridge, an overpass that sticks up. Other than that, it is completely flooded. It just disappears into the brown, murky water of the delta. Most of the Delta area that we've flown over so far has been flooded. Farmlands that are normally bright green have just become that dark, murky color. In fact, that is the color that you see when you fly anywhere around here. The bay waters are incredibly dirty. You can tell as you fly over the ocean, there is a line about two to three miles offshore where the blue Pacific meets this dirty, mucky water. And it goes for miles up and down and two miles out, and it's really an amazing sight to see. You can tell how much mud and debris have been washed into the ocean when it meets that line. Highway 5 is now coming into view further north of Lodi, but there are no cars on it. It's several miles, and it's just nothing but covered with water. Over the Delta, I'm Mike Sugarman, New 74, KCBS. The mudslide took down about two acres of timber with it, creating almost a natural dam of rock and mud across Marshall Creek. That had geologists worried that the pressure was building up behind the blockage, could unload downstream at any time. But firefighters from the town of Ben Loman kept watch through the night. And Fire Captain T.J. Welch says this morning's light brought some good news. The creek has kind of made its own little, uh, you know, rerouted itself. And uh, it's about three feet higher than it where it used to be. And it is still somewhat dammed up a little bit, but not as much, and it's not, it's not uh, creating a hazard. It's just uh, kind of flowing itself. It caused a little dam, and that was it. At stake were two homes at the base of the slide, and outside of losing their redwood decking, they should survive unscathed. Welch says he expects that homeowners will be given the go-ahead to go back into their homes over the weekend. In the Santa Clara County Bureau, Ken Bastida, News 74, KCBS. Remember to follow the News Vault from KCBS Radio on social media. On Facebook, we're at News Vault Podcast. On Twitter, 
Find us at News Vault SF. On Instagram, we're at News Vault. Until our next episode, you are leaving the News Vault from KCBS Radio. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.